Hey, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. I've always wanted to do that. Thank you so much to Amio for sponsoring today's episode. everyone and welcome back to another episode of That's So Matthew. Today I am so excited to have a very special guest here with me today. Say hi. Hello everyone. Introduce yourself and your account. Alright, I am some review dude or some underscore review dude on Instagram. And I pretty much just find nostalgic uh, commercials or adverts on different... Hello? Great. Oh, sorry. Uh, you just kind of <laughs> cut out for a quick second. Sorry oh, about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, but I am so gr- glad to have you here. This is your fourth episode here on the podcast. First, we covered the Even Stevens movie, which also stars Shia LaBeouf. So go check that out. I will have that linked below, as well as Quince with Kimberly J. Brown. And most recently, we talked about Hatching Pete with Jason Dolly. So some good ones for everyone to go check out after this episode. So honestly, we can get right in- on into it today. So this movie came out on April 5th, 2002. So just about 19 years ago. And it stars Shia LaBeouf as Eddie and um, Clara Bryant as True Walker. And they are twin brother and sister. However, Eddie is developmentally delayed um, due to some oxygen deprivation at birth. And so Trudy or true however you want to refer to her uses um him as her subject for the documentary that in this contest that she enters and will eventually go on to win and we'll kind of see how that works with the family ruins the family dynamic fixes it um however i just wanted to point out that this is actually based off of a book also called true confessions that is a children's book which i did not know until researching this movie and another thing is that it's directed by Paul Hone, who is Disney Channel royalty, pretty much. He has directed so many amazing projects, Cheetah Girls, Camp Rock, Zombies, Zombies 2, Read It and Weep, which I just covered uh, the week before this podcast will come out, as well as Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, so many more. Um, honestly, so many amazing stuff that he's directed. So our first character that we're going to talk about is Trudy, a.k.a. True Walker, played by Claire Bryant. And I kind of related to her in like this weird sense of like her like love for like film and TV and all that. I also really love the name True. I don't know, like the nickname. It's like super cool and unique, like True Walker, short for Trudy. And I just really liked the way that she portrayed like her love for her family and her brother through this project that she was working on, which is great. And honestly, I feel like she had like the biggest role in this movie, obviously, because she's the lead, but the way that she helped the story and it felt more real. Like this is one of the more realistic Disney channel original movies. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, It's more close to home. 
Yep, I was gonna say I genuinely felt for the character, which is something hard for me when I watch decoms. I it takes me a bit to feel bad for him in some scenes, and then realize, oh, okay, she's she's how will she be able to handle herself later on as her life gets slightly more difficult? Totally, this movie. That's the one thing about this movie that I think I just wasn't expecting is how serious and like the topics that this movie discusses and covers how serious of a movie this was. I really didn't know much about the movie going in besides uh, Shia LaBeouf was in it. And so going into it, I didn't really have many expectations. And with Trudy already in the beginning, I was already pretty much wowed at how realistic she plays and you felt with the character, you empathized with the character. It wasn't just like one of those decoms where you feel no connection or when something happens and you're supposed to feel bad for them, you don't. And honestly, just one of probably my all-time favorite Disney Channel original movie leads. What about you? Um, Yes, she's definitely up there for me. This is actually one of my top 10 favorite DCOMs. I, I love it so much. And I've only watched it from the past year. But yeah, for a lead character, Trudy is definitely up there. Totally. I am really excited that it's in your top 10 because I wouldn't, I don't honestly, I have to go back and like remake my top 10 list. But once I figure it out, I will definitely let you know, because I feel like this movie might honestly be up there because I am just still in kind of in shock of how much I actually like this movie. So already shout out to you for picking it. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, so up next, we have Shia LaBeouf, who plays Edward, a.k.a. Eddie Walker, who is her twin brother and the other main character in the movie. So he, like I said in the overview, is born with a um, developmental um, disability, as they say. Um, and throughout this movie, we kind of see different parts of him and you empathize with him a lot more than I think almost any other character in Disney Channel ever. Because you see him, he can't just live a normal life like Trudy and do the normal things. He has trouble connecting with his dad, connecting with Trudy. Uh, We see him have a couple breakdowns because of things that happen or triggers, whether it be the dad who we will get to or people at school or the librarian in one scene. There is so much going on for him. And you just actually felt bad for him because I don't know. I just. I don't know if it was the acting. It probably was the acting and just how close it hit to home for someone who might like relate to this. And it just probably made this movie for me. I would say probably he like carried this movie in a way and it just felt so realistic and he did it with grace and empathy. And it wasn't like too forced, if that makes sense. Like it felt unnatural. Like it came to him naturally, unlike some movies you're watching them and where you're supposed to empathize with the character. It's just like they're pushing that empathy in a way. Yes. And I actually couldn't believe it because the first time I watched this movie, I was watching even Stevens, like the show. And while I was watching this, I'm like, wow, I, if I didn't watch even Stevens, I'd actually believe that, wow, he makes a believable performance as um, portraying a handicapped character which is very, very hard to do. Totally, totally. It really great job. Like, I know that sometimes when you're watching stuff like this, it feels like it's weird in a way or something, but it just, it didn't feel weird. It felt natural and 
I'm just, again, going to repeat myself how much I enjoy this movie is actually shocking to me because I didn't know much about it. I had always kind of seen it, always knew that at some point I would cover it on the podcast whenever that day might be. And I was really honestly surprised with this one. So the next character we're going to talk about is the mom, Ginny Walker. And she in this movie is kind of going through kind of a life crisis because she is trying to obviously keep um, her family and Eddie and Trudy and everyone happy. And obviously you cannot always make everyone happy somewhere along the line. Someone's feelings are going to get hurt or a fight may occur because the dad who we'll get to in just a minute is kind of really defensive about um, Eddie and he doesn't think that she's being a good parent or whatever it might be. And it kind of just like hit me because it just felt really real. Like this felt like a real family. Like you were watching a family in their house and the way that she like continues to be herself and think that she's like correct and stuff some people might get irritated about, but I feel like she's actually one of the more tolerable Disney Channel moms, kind of a hot take. Yeah, she was a character I felt bad for. And it's I don't really feel bad for adult characters in D-Times, but she was one of them because you could see how much she was struggling throughout the film. Totally. It's really like hard. I feel like these Disney Channel um, parents, you either hate them or you love them, and there's absolutely no in-between whatsoever and I really did feel bad I really wish that we almost got to kind of see we like we did get to see her and the dad get along more towards the end but it was just something that really felt special just the relationship and the mom is doesn't think that she's doing enough and she's supporting Trudy with the contest too because I mean it's a big step and she helped Trudy with the contest and her entry. It's really a personal entry for the family. And they even mentioned that in the plot synopsis, like how is it going to react? And yeah, I don't feel like I hated any character more than this character that we're going to talk about now, who was the dad, uh, Dr. Bob, as they call him, um, Walker, the last name. He is played by William Francis McGuire and something about him just rubbed me the wrong way in like every sense. Like he, like I, I get where he's coming from. Like with the fact that he, like this is a teenager and his life, he wants to have a son that resembles himself in a way. Like, you know, you get that going, but then you have the fight with the mom, like, how he, he um, Eddie needs to be treated like a teenager and not a child. And you have that back and forth between the two for most of the time. And the dad just almost every single time irritated me more than I thought he could as the movie went on. Yeah, he wasn't, I don't think he understood like how you're supposed to raise Eddie as, you know, a teen with a mental handicap. It's just something that he just assumes, all right, Trudy went through it, now it's his turn, but he doesn't realize that, oh, you're supposed to be, you know, a little bit slower, or not supposed to be as aggressive towards him as he was throughout most of the film. Totally. He And he also, like, did a couple activities. I think we saw them playing baseball at one point mm-hmm. uh, with him, and I feel like that just kind of added to his anger because – 
he couldn't catch the ball or whatever. And it just really like got me irritated in a way at a character that I had not been before. And this movie actually, I think, brought some light to some really important issues. Like as specifically at the time, I was surprised to see this came out in 2003 because it feels more modern and recent than any of the decoms from that era, honestly. Yeah, this is one that that I thought, wow, if they released it today, I think, wow, it would still hold probably more of a message. I wouldn't say less then than now, but now it's like more common. Totally, totally. Uh, I really feel that this movie like actually feels real life like I almost feel like this could be based off of like a family in real life like it just feels so realistic and like sometimes it all like a movie like this gets lost in the whole kind of plot as we go along in my opinion mm-hmm. uh, so another thing I want to point out about the dad is in the end he kind of does get more accepting uh, and they do kind of get along better so that's really good and you kind of see him come to terms that he's not like everyone else. Like his child is not like everyone else and that he deserves to be happy whatever way it is, whether it's doing something that might not be what the dad wants him to do, uh, which is a very important realization that he has to come to himself. So I, I actually, yeah, even though the dad irritated me through the end, but I was glad to kind of see him get a resolution in the end and kind of come to terms with how his life has to be. Yes, I definitely agree. It also reminds me of how I felt how Trudy was treating her mother throughout most of the movie. I was like, please resolve your conflict with your mother. And then spoilers, towards that one scene where she realized she recorded her saying that she wished she had another mom to play her part if she ever got famous. And then she was, oh, I was being mean to my mom. So let me fix it. I was waiting for that redemption so long. Yeah, it, they really gave a good redemption arc to almost every single character in this movie. Yes. I was which is worried. Great. That after the rewatch, I didn't remember if they did it or not. And I was like, okay, thank God they did it because, yeah, she needed it. She really, I feel like just everyone just really kind of needed like a reality check at the end of this movie and everyone got it. And I was just honestly thinking throughout this movie that like this movie could have been so much worse, but it went so good. And I don't know if it was the casting, what it was exactly, but this movie just had actual empathy. It didn't feel too long. It didn't feel too drawn out like some decoms. And I am just still really in shock of how much I like this movie. Same here. I don't. I don't think it ever lower from my top ten, no matter how many decoms come up. Yeah, truth. Truthfully, uh, and then so the last one that we're gonna talk about is uh, I had it pulled up, but I don't remember who what his name is. He's kind of a bully in this movie. Um. Oh, darn it! I forgot his name. Is it? I think it might be Jake. Maybe. <sighs> I gotta remember to hold on. He didn't strike me too much, so that should. Oh, his name is William, aka Billy. 
mm-hmm. and the the I was trying to remember what his name was, and the only thing I could remember was him being in the Lizzie McGuire movie, and he was in Pretty Little Liars back in the day as Gary Reynolds. And so he in this movie did strike a nerve with me almost as much as the dad for different reasons. He's obviously kind of more of a supposed to be more of a bully villain, not being a great person. And I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe he'll get a redemption arc. He did not really get a redemption arc. He was kind of the only one, honestly. And, And he did something which I'd never thought I'd hear from Disney Channel. He did, like, say the R slur, like, in this the middle of this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I was, was not expecting. Times. Yeah, it was said multiple times. But to me, I was just kind of shocked. Like, that was something I was not expecting to be in this movie. It really caught me off guard. But it also, in a weird way, brought the import, made, the, like, emphasized the importance of the lesson that this movie was offering. So I even though personally that just like really irritates me, it kind of just made it feel more real Mm -hmm. and created even more empathy towards the characters. Yep. That's how I felt because it gives that extra sense of realism that the other movies just don't portray or too afraid to touch on that subject matter. Yeah. Like we're seeing, I think now on Disney Channel, we're starting to see some more ex- exploration of more sensitive topics like this and more important topics uh, that we have not really seen or weren't around specifically when I used to actually really be dedicated to the channel itself. But it actually really feels really modern in that sense of the issues that it focused on, truthfully. Oh, for sure. Um, and so the last person, oh, we already covered Billy. Sorry, I kind of skipped right over him in my head. Uh, so we're going to move on to the plot of this movie, which there is uh, quite a lot to unpack in this sense. And so we start off with Trudy, who we kind of see some TV clips of sorts, like kind of teasing what is to come. And it is establishing that Trudy wants to be on TV and have her own TV show. She's very unhappy in her life. I think she's very kind of like teen angst, kind of like everything is bad. Everything's against me. Do you kind of get what I'm going for? Yes, I, I, for sure. Yeah. She's just not having it. Her life is kind of just a mess. She has her twin brother, Eddie, who has a um, learning disability, Uh, and it kind of just causes him to not mature or live his life the same way that Trudy does. And so he often gets frustrated and has some behavioral issues that cause him to break down and get mad or just need a moment, which we see several times throughout this movie. It really kind of causes the main issues of this movie, and we see the characters kind of come to life in the beginning and she's angered that her friends uh just don't understand where he's coming from and how it's not his fault he can't do anything about it she can't do anything about it the parents can't do anything about it that is kind of just their 
it's going to happen either way. It's part of him and she is very unpleased with how they treat him, which honestly sibling goals, because I feel like there's so many different situations where some people just wouldn't even care because they're her friends, but they're not really her friends, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's honestly sad. And like that, like I said, it really just kind of hits all the points of this movie. Today's episode is brought to you by Amio. Amio is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Amio will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Amio saves you time and money. That's a win-win in our books. Amio wants you to leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to amio.com and use the code AMIO5 at checkout. Valid until July 31st for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. Amio, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. She's frustrated with her father because he's too rough on Eddie, but then she's frustrated with her mom because it seems like he's the favorite child, but it's not that way at all. It's just kind of unfortunately how he has to live his life because that is, he needs extra care and attention. And soon she will figure that out and see that her she's kind of living in this world in her head that her life isn't necessarily what it, she thinks it is, I think, if that makes any sense. Yes. It's like how she wanted to go do the TV show stuff and live her life as a sitcom or something. Yeah, it's kind of just more of like the thing where her she's kind of created this false perception. That's the word I was looking for. Perception of her life and how it truthfully isn't the worst. Um, it's just not the way that things are happening in her life. So we kind of see her come to that realization and start focusing and taking a love to her brother, which is great. And so she finds out about this video contest and she will get a TV show if she wins, which honestly, who wouldn't want their own TV show? So she goes right. She goes right for it. She is going to enter. She doesn't know what honestly to say um, or what to portray in this. What do you call TV show film that she has to submit. Yeah, like a film project. So she has to come up with something and she decides to tell her mom about this and confide into her mom, even though she's mad at her mom a little bit. And the mom is not as excited for her to enter this competition, which kind of get feeds into that teen angst thing again as always, because, you know, in Disney Channel, the teens just have it so, so rough. Uh, <laughs> but I was just honestly surprised to kind of get that reaction out of the mom, because I feel like the mom at this point was kind of aware of like the issues that were created that by her supposed bias, as um, she implies. But really, she's just living her life. And the mom is not very happy about that. Understandable she kind of just has to move on, right? Well, she doesn't move on. She still is very interested in this competition. She's determined. And she doesn't know what to 
choose as the doc or the subject of her documentary, which made me think if I were to submit something for this documentary, I don't know what I would say or like what I would do at all. Yeah, you'd have to have a lot of planning and scripting. Just like so- maybe like a podcast type of thing. I don't know. It just to yeah. me, I give her a lot of credit because I don't know what I would yeah, do. Yeah, same here. That's just it. It just take a while for me personally. Yeah, totally. Uh, so she decides to open up to her English teacher, and he's like pick something that's meaningful to you, like something that you are passionate about and something that you can really take care of and maintain, etc. And so she comes up with this um, idea for her project, but her friends are kind of find it boring and uninspiring. She just doesn't like it. The it, The deadline's coming up. Like she's basically working very quick to come up with something that could change her life or her family's life. And so she's under a lot of pressure. And so she has to come up with something. And so honestly, for the longest time, I thought she was going to like do something about like maybe like a family dynamic kind of. Kind yeah, it of does like, seem like we're going for that approach kind of as like she's going to write about how her family isn't getting along right now, etc. I was kind of just confused at where this was going at this point because I'd never seen this before. But then she decides that she's going to highlight her brother and his disability in this said video project. And she talks about how it's very stressful and very draining, but she still loves him. And now she kind of wants to open up to her mother a little bit with this film because we saw her mother like kind of not fight kind of fight with her or not do as well and they have differing opinions about certain topics um i kind of wish that we kind of got to see a little bit more of their dynamic honestly yeah i do wish that as well oh no they didn't touch much on it though (laughs) And so now she is so frustrated with her mom, but she still wants to portray this subplot in the movie. And she's like, my mom doesn't understand me, etc. And so she just has to go to this online form thing, which in 2002 is kind of like very advanced for its time, I think. Yeah, I didn't, when I watched that, I was like, I didn't even know they had this in 2002. Yeah, I was really honestly shocked to see that. And she gets some help from this person called Didi. And Didi helps her through these different times. And basically, she's pushing the narrative that we've already seen portrayed in this movie of self-identity and self-worth and show your true self, your true self-worth, which honestly, whenever they throw it into a decom, I feel like it's always a great starting point for a plot. Yep, that's how the character development starts. Mm-hmm. And you all know, if you listen to my podcast, that I am a sucker for character development, as I like to say. Because there's so sometimes there's so little of it on Disney Channel. Whenever mm-hmm. we get any of it, I'm so for it. Yeah, same here. It's like, uh, I forgot the comparison I was going to make, but it's rare. Yeah, it's it's definitely 
very rare. And so whenever we can get any character development, I am all for it. So we're getting character development starting because we are going to see that she's going to have to show her true self and her true life. And there's a little bit of a like this correlation, I guess, between her mom and her um, herself and finds out that Dee Dee is actually her mother. Mm-hmm. I was so kind of shook to be honest with you because I was kind of digging like the random person giving her life advice that would change her life thing and then it was her mom yeah <laughs> I feel like it could have been like a really good storyline but honestly I feel like even th- though it was the mom and I was kind of like kind of shocked it actually worked out in the movie's like favor and the storyline yeah, in a weird I don't know way. How they, I agree. It would be difficult to incorporate like the conclusion to Didi if it were a random stranger. True, that is very true because I don't like decoms that leave open ends. I have made that yeah. very clear. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> open ends. No, thank you. And so I was glad that this movie didn't actually leave too many open ends. So shout out no. to this movie. Uh, so from there we see her go to this street fair and she kind of sees how cruel people are to people with disabilities and this really kind of sets a fire in her more of a fire than we saw already and she really wants to take a stand she wants to show the world that they're just like everyone else and this kind of becomes the running theme for her documentary and so uh Eddie uh, gets a hat from a group of teenage boys. And basically the message that she's trying to send is you have to be careful, especially with teenagers, because some people aren't as nice or as accepting as our family. And we find out that the hat is comes from Billy, who we talked about previously. And we kind of see a little bit of like a disagreement kind of going on with the family here at this point. This honestly, the family is disagreeing for like nine times out of 10 in this movie. So it wasn't a, a huge shock. And so they, it's revealed that someone had spit in the hat that they gave Eddie. And so true is really sad. And then Billy calls her a freak and then true pushes him into the Creek As she should, honestly. He was really getting on my nerves at that point. That was satisfying. Very satisfied. I was like, obviously, I probably wouldn't throw someone off a bridge into a creek, but I was like, go (laughs) you. Go you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was really just kind of frustrated. And I think this movie did a really good job of making things feel so personal. Like this movie was like I said, I've said it a hundred times and I'll say it again. It felt so real and you actually empathize with the characters, which is something that is kind of hard for Disney Channel and some of these movies, especially when they're going for a more real life approach like this one. Yeah, you have to have the best writers to portray that. Otherwise, it comes across as, why should I care? Totally, totally. <laughs> that's That's literally how it feels in most of the movies, but not this one. And that's just what makes it so good. And so at this point, we're like all cheering because he was thrown into the creek. Um, But she does eventually tell her mom, but it's not as detailed and doesn't reveal most of the stuff. Mm -hmm. So 
she submits this said documentary about her brother's life and we obviously know it's very emotional for the family and for her. However, she receives the letter that she did win the contest and that her video will be broadcasted on live television, which is super exciting. I almost kind of was thinking that maybe she wouldn't win for a hot second, even though it's Disney Channel and they almost always win. I was kind of thinking like maybe because she chose like something that meant to her, I meant a lot to her, it, she wouldn't win and maybe like, one of the bullies videos or something would win, but I was really glad that she won in the end. Yep. That's the only time where it feels like it's the right moment for that to happen. Yeah. That's what I was really thinking. I was like, Oh, she's not going to win, but she did. And however, she starts to worry because she's like, Oh, my, this video is really personal to me. And there's so much that I really focused on in this. I just hope that I don't get made fun of about because of the things that I did reveal in the video. Uh, so we kind of have a new storyline now. We're done with the worries that maybe her brother with the bully for a little bit because now she's kind of got her own problems and she's worried about this video. But this is such a huge accomplishment for her. And I feel like that she should have really taken that just into consideration that this is a huge accomplishment for her and that people should not ruin your accomplishments. Like people shouldn't bring her down, which is another great subplot that this movie explores. Yep, especially uh, the flash or the vision where she thought everyone was going to attack her. That was, yeah, yeah that, that one was really, that was a really intense scene, honestly, for a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, for sure. I, I really, honestly, did really be surprised. I was really surprised at that scene. And I actually kind of was like, oh, no, this is not going to be good. And then it actually ended up getting great positive feedback, which is a good positive part of the movie because, honestly, we needed some positivity in this movie because it was, it's been, there's a lot going on and it's a little bit overwhelming and you're kind of just like, when is something good going to happen? Yeah. And it, it, it did really good. However, uh, the dad was unable to come home and watch it. So then the true is like, oh, my dad doesn't love me. This whole kind of internal fight again. But he's just at work. But then you actually do see that he's watching it uh, on the um, hospital television and is like really touched. And so then the next day she goes to school, like we said, and there's such a positive feedback from everyone. And it just made me so happy because I was kind of at this point, just like really expecting it to just kind of fall apart, but it was really good to kind of see. And they have, they share a moment in the hallway, they hug and everyone's just so happy. And it just made me happy to kind of see like a happy ending kind of somewhat for this storyline of the movie before it kind of goes on to the next. Oh, yes. Especially, again, it was relieving to see that, oh, true, won't get made fun of. Sure, being said, accepted. And, mm -hmm. it, yeah, I was satisfied. I was satisfied. Now, this next storyline, it might be my favorite for me. Uh, so now we kind of have this true and her dad storyline where we see him go to her and be like, hey, why wasn't I in your film? Which causes her to show him the footage that he she had of him and it shows him in a very bad light he was yelling 
where he was mad at Eddie and it just wasn't very good for him whatsoever. And so it kind of helps him come to this realization that he does not relate to Eddie whatsoever. And he, he constantly is like snapping at him. He has no patience with him and they understand. And then he finally realizes that he needs to be a better father. And it reminds him that he could be better. Yep. And that is probably one of the best ways to, to help get him to change. Totally. I think I was kind of like almost worried that there wouldn't be a change like in him and he would kind of just end the movie on a bad note, but I'm so glad that they didn't. And I was just really, really grateful that they left. They did a lot of plots in this movie, but every single one of them worked and everyone had a resolve, which made me very, very happy. Oh, yes, I I definitely agree with you there. It's sometimes just worry. It makes me worry that maybe they might not fully explore everything and they really did a full, full round. And so now we have one final little semi, semi plot of True realizing that she's going to go off to college, get a job, have Mary, uh, not have Mary, get married <laughs> and have children. Excuse me. Um, however, Eddie won't be doing those same things. So honestly, that kind of part of the movie, like kind of hit home for me. I don't know. That was probably my most emotional part was just like her realization that she is going to go on to have a a great life. And Eddie, unfortunately, won't share that same experience. And it was actually a really touching moment, like in the movie. Yeah, it makes you like realize how much... Uh, Eddie will be missing out in comparison to her sister. But as long as they're there for him, it doesn't really matter for her. And yeah. Totally. It was just great to kind of see her realization and the parents' realization and just kind of see what was going to happen in this movie because you kind of just got to the point where you felt bad. But it all made everything work in the end in a weird way Uh, and so then they kind of sit down and have a family moment and they play um soccer and um eddie makes a goal and they it's just such a fun time and the one of the last lines in this movie i wrote it down is I like it. I don't want it to change. It's you and me being twins. So very touching end of the movie. I wasn't expecting it to kind of touch as much as it did in a weird sense. Yeah, neither did I until I did the rewatch. Yeah, they touched on all the key points that I didn't expect them to. And you kind of see him realize that he won't be able to, in that sense change like um trudy will and he realizes that things are pretty much going to stay the same for him and it's really touching it's really honestly a great moment with some great dialogue too on both ends and this movie i've said it a million times so why not say it again 
it just felt so real and I empathized with the characters and I saw eye to eye with them. And I can't think of the last time I watched a Disney Channel original movie that had that same effect. Yep, neither can I. I mean, you got to go down the list again, but it's probably not too many. Yeah, it's truthfully been such a long time. And I was not expecting this. I was kind of thinking this movie was going to be like a fun little movie about like videos like maybe it's just like a video contest like about filmmaking but I was so surprised so glad that I enjoyed it so much so glad it was so good and now I have to come and give it a rating which I kind of struggled with for like a little bit because I wanted to give it a rating that wasn't like too low because I said so many good things about it but I I don't want to give it too high, but honestly, I'm going to have to give it a pretty high rating. I'm going to probably yeah. have to give it like, like almost like an eight and a half leaning towards a nine just because of how well this movie was done. It didn't feel fake. It felt realistic. Great acting by everyone. It wasn't phoned in. It wasn't overdone. And everyone did had their purpose and no stone was left untouched. Every storyline was finished and had a resolution just the way it should always be. And I just really liked all the characters, Trudy, Eddie, the mom, the dad can't say the same though about the dad, (laughs) but it just, you were rooting for the characters in this movie. You saw eye to eye with them. And I really enjoyed this movie. What do you think of Trudy's friends? Um, some of them are okay, but then you have the ones that were making fun of and not being nice to Eddie, which I cannot, like, if my sister had friends, or I had friends that were, like, making fun of my sister or saying stuff to them, whatever it may be, like, I don't know how you could just, like, let that you let them live their life like that and let you live your life like that, just, like, seeing your friends be so rude to a family member. Just like th- they're not your friends, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, you'd have to just disconnect from most people. Truthfully, it's just really, I was glad that we kind of saw her realize it. We saw her come to terms with that. But it was mm-hmm. just honest. It was honestly kind of just like one of the parts that kind of, I feel it was so realistic. This whole movie was realistic, honestly, but it was. Mm-hmm. This part, that part, I think, was probably one of the most hit home ones for me. Yeah, definitely. And if I were to give mine a rating, I'd probably give it maybe a nine. I don't think I'd go higher than that because I don't know. Like a ten is like a perfect score. It's very hard to give things tens, but that's just how I do ratings. So yeah, totally. I honestly gonna be honest, can't even think if I have ever given a movie a 10, even some of my most favorite decoms. I don't even think I've given them a 10 because there's always something that even if it's your favorite decom isn't the best, or could have been done better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thinking of ones I'm I think I might cowbells is probably my top decom right now, very close with high school musical Two. I'm honestly thinking I gave both of them a nine. So there's that. So I definitely agree. It's really hard to get a 10 from me, but 
And this movie is really up there. And when I sit down and create like my tier list or my uh, top 10, I'm definitely going to have to update everyone because I think this movie might be a new top 10 for me. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. So thank you so much for picking it. Thank you so much for coming here on the podcast. I appreciated it. Uh, Where can people find you and your content? Well, you can find me on Instagram at some underscore review, dude. And yep, like I said at the beginning, it's just clips or commercial adverts for Disney Channel or other TV show movies, as well as what I'm currently watching or doing. Awesome. I always love seeing some of your throwback commercials. You just posted the one summer one last week. I remember seeing that like a thousand and one times (laughs) back in the day. Yeah, honestly, some of the commercials that you post is just so nostalgic and makes me like want to like go back to that, like the old summer programming with like Ant Farm and all that. So definitely check him out. Got some great content and thank you again. And you guys can follow me on Instagram at that. So Matthew Twitter at that. So Matthew one TikTok at that. So Matthew Facebook. I'm on there as well. And you can find all my episodes on YouTube as well. And you can also check out my website, that's so Matthew.com, where I have some merch as well and some cool stuff. And I'm going to be updating it very soon with some new stuff on there. So stay tuned. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you all in another episode again soon. Bye. Bye.